0: Coming up on the Children's Hour, there is no better time than summertime to take a family adventure. But what's the difference between going outside with your family and having an adventure? We're going to learn from Christina M. Selby. She's the author of the new book, New Mexico Family Outdoor Adventure Guide. She's an expert in taking families on adventure travels and gives us tips on jumping into new adventures with children. Plus, we have a review of Meg Goes to America by Katie Hamill. All of this is mixed with great music. Stick with us. The Children's Hour is Kids Public Radio, produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Find out more about us and see pictures and links related to this show at childrenshour.org. It's time for the
1: Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.
2: Why are mountains the funniest place to travel?
1: I don't, I don't know. know why.
2: They're hilarious.
1: This time it's Children's Hour. It's public radio.
3: You hear that?
4: That's my kind of summer. Sounds of summer. we
0: Kalantari from her 2019 Grammy-winning CD, All the Sounds, The Sounds of Summer. And I'm Katie Stone here on the Children's Hour. We're thinking about the summer. We're going to explore summer adventures. But first, I'm so glad you're all here online, on the radio, and here on Zoom are all our kids on the crew. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 It's so great to have you with us. Who's here today? Hello, it's Amadeus.
2: Hi, it's Luminata. Hi, it's Beth.
0: Hello, this is Cade. Hey, it's Soleil. Hi, it's Lily Mae. Hi, it's Daniel. Hi, it's Gareth. Thanks for being here, everyone. I'm excited about this show because we're going to talk about summertime and adventures. Summer is like the best. I am so with you, Cade. I love the summer. Today on the show, we're going to talk with author Christina Selby. She's written a number of guidebooks, including her latest New Mexico Family Outdoor Adventure, An All Ages Guide to Hiking, Camping, and Getting Outside. But we're going to talk with her about adventuring with kids and the different ways we can do that. We're also going to hear from Beth on our crew. Beth has a book review for us on a book called Meg Goes to America by Katie Hamill. And we have a story by Bill Harley. All of this is coming up, but first, this is Casper Baby Pants right here on the Children's Hour.
5: How are you going to keep your cool under the sunny summer sun? How are you going to keep your cool under the sunny
6: summer sun? See the ice cream cones all frown They're getting super drippy And the popsicles all cry out Hey, you better eat us Hear the snow cones scream and shout Help, we're getting melty And the ice cubes look so sad get cooler and the penguins buy cold drinks to keep from falling over the little arctic fox is sad he wishes he was colder all the snowballs just give up and melt
0: Children's Hour and with us today on the show is Christina Selby. She is an author and photographer. Her recent book, New Mexico Family Outdoor Adventure and All Ages Guide to Hiking, Camping and Getting Outside, really caught our attention because it has so many different ways of enjoying nature. Welcome to the Children's Hour, Christina. Thank you. Thanks for having me here too. You're an outdoor adventurer. So, let's just start there. Talk a little bit about what about being outside and having adventures. Why why did you write this book and what's so important about having adventures outside?
7: Yeah, well, I just love being in the outdoors. It's a way that I find happiness and calm and peace in my life and when I became a mother, I really wanted to get my kids involved with that and I am happy just sort of going and and sitting under a tree and staying there for several hours. And when I had kids, they wanted to be a little more active. And so that's when I really got into the adventure side. You know, I've always done a little bit of adventure throughout my life, canoeing, some backpacking and, you know, just getting to areas that are a little further out into the wilderness that aren't so easy to get to is an adventure and try to bring my kids along in those experiences as well.
0: What makes something an adventure versus just a walk in the woods? An adventure can be anything that sort of challenges
7: you a little bit to experience the outdoors in a new way. It could be like learning a new skill like rock climbing or learning about the wildflowers that are out there. Just something that's sort of new and Gives you some energy and gives you a a different kind of experience than you're used to. What are some of your favorite adventures that you've done? Some of my favorite adventures have been, I really love backpacking. So spending, you know, several days camping out, carrying all my stuff. Cause that's when I get to really see like nature away from the nature that's humans. I also had an experience of rafting the rivers here in New Mexico. That's a lot of like high energy, super fun, adrenaline kind of experiences. That's really a lot of fun too.
2: What kind of adventures do you plan to do in the future, like this summer or next summer?
7: Yeah, so this summer, we already have one camping trip planned in June And that's actually several families and friends of my kids that are going together. And we're going to a kind of a remote campground up in way northern New Mexico in the woods up there. And there's a a creek nearby. So we're going to do some hiking and some sitting around the campfire making s'mores and some just enjoying time with friends outside. And, you know, it's not necessarily New Mexico, which I wrote the book about, but we're also going to travel overseas and go to Brazil and spend some time in these really cool sand dunes and uh, sort of a totally unique environment by the ocean. And so that'll be a big adventure for us this summer.
0: You talk about going to the wilderness with families And I wonder, how do you go to these sensitive areas and ensure that you're not doing any damage to the nature that you're enjoying?
7: It's always a conversation that we're having as we're going out there. We try to do the leave no trace principles. So pack everything in that we're going to need while we're out there and then take everything back out with us, not leaving anything out in the wilderness. Most of the time we're sticking to trails that are well-traveled by other people. And occasionally when we get to like a big meadow or some area where it might not be so sensitive, we'll go off the trail and explore a little bit. But there's all kinds of principles like where we go to the bathroom, not within 200 meters of a lake or another body of water. We're always burying our waste, our human waste.
0: So with the fire season such a tinderbox right now around the western part of the United States and in many places in the world, there's drought. How do you ensure that your fire is completely out?
7: Yeah. So the, the one way to think about that, like if we have a fire and there's not a restriction around campfires and campgrounds, which some summers there sometimes is, but you have to make sure that it's dead out, completely out. And so, you know, we're often camping by a lake or a stream or there might be water in the campground that you can use, but you know you're dousing that fire until there's absolutely no smoke or when you put your hand you know a couple inches off of it, you're not feeling any heat and that tells you that the fire's out completely. And so we don't leave our campsite until that's done. And if we're out in the wilderness, you know if it's a high fire restriction time, and there's not any fires allowed, then we're taking food that we don't need to cook. I mean, today there's all these kind of incredible backpacking stoves where the fire is really contained and and small. And so when fire restrictions aren't in full volume like they are, then we'll use those.
0: It's really important for our listeners to know that you should never, never bury a fire. Burying a fire can actually cause a forest fire. If you thought that burying a fire under dirt was a safe way to put it out, that is a total myth. And there are many fire restrictions around the western United States that is so arid. If you camp this summer, instead of having a camp fire, maybe try having a camp water using a large bowl full of water in place of a fire and maybe float some flower petals in it. Surround it with glow sticks and drink in the beauty of the darkening wilderness around you. This is the Children's Hour. We'll be back with more with our guest, Christina Selby. This is Ella Jenkins.
6: Tell me how did you feel when you Came out the wilderness wilderness. How did you feel when you came out the wilderness how did you feel when you came out the wilderness for It too. I started to walk. I, I had a brand, a brand new walk. walk. I started to talk. I had a brand new talk. I started to sing. I had a brand new song. And everybody wondered just what was wrong. Cause my soul was new when I came out to wheel and my heart was too when I came out to wheel. oh well land. I loved everybody when I when you came out
5: the wilderness how did you feel when you came
1: out
6: the wilderness tell me how did you feel when you came out the wilderness I'll leading, I'll leaning on the lolo Well, my soul was new when i came out to wilderness my soul was new when i came out to wilderness oh yes my soul was new when i came out to wilderness, wilderness. leading i all along I looked at my hands and my hand looked new knew. I looked at my feet and they did When I came out there in
5: it, I leaned in,
6: I leaned
0: You're listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, an educational nonprofit based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're listeners supported at Children'sHour.org. Support for the Children's Hour provided by the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science, announcing Chocolate, the exhibition, a multimedia science exhibit that engages the senses and traces the evolution of chocolate from a small bitter seed to the delicacy it is today. The exhibit opens June 17th. More information at nmnaturalhistory.org support for the children's hour provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and events center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. You can purchase tickets, learn about events, play and other opportunities including future locations and music shows at electricplayhouse.com. Travel back in time with the Children's Hour on a virtual field trip to learn the story of Popé and the Pueblo Revolt. It's episode four of our Brief History of the American Southwest for Kids series, and we're online Monday, June 13th at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Sign up at childrenshour.org slash history. This project is supported by the New Mexico Humanities Council and the National Endowment for the Humanities.
8: Hello there kid, how you been? Climb on up to your favorite limb. I've still got a few summer leaves. Oh, but autumn's come, and how you've grown, soon you'll be moving on. And I need to say a few things. I've enjoyed it kid, my summer friend. Transformer wars here in my limbs, long Saturdays and warm breeze. And I just wanted to make sure you knew from my highest leaves to my deepest roots, I've loved being your summer tree. And all the days and all the dreams. But come on and climb, we got some time Before Mr. Frost arrives Today I'm still your summer tree Forever be your summer tree. Kid, I'll always be your summer tree.
0: You're listening to the Children's Hour, and that was Elliot Park from a CD called Just Be. And over the break, that was Katsa And before that, Corey McAddy. I want to go outside and play. You're listening to the Children's Hour about summertime adventures. And our guest is Christina M. Selby. She's written a number of guidebooks, including the New Mexico Family Outdoor Adventure. It's an all ages guide to hiking, camping, and getting outside. The kids still have a lot of questions for you have you ever encountered any dangers in your adventures?
7: Sure. I mean,
0: there's all kinds of wildlife
7: out there that you need to know about and be aware of. So, you know, I I lived in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for a while and grizzly bears were a major occurrence. I saw a couple on a trail and it's good to know the difference between a grizzly bear and a black bear. And they both require different kind of Strategy when you encounter them on the trail. Here in New Mexico, probably the most dangerous thing I've encountered is a scorpion. And my son was out barefoot in kind of a canyon playing around water and he got stung by a scorpion on the bottom of his foot. And so that was a little dangerous, but luckily it wasn't one of the more poisonous ones and he was fine after a couple hours. So it's good to, when you're going to a place, to do a little research beforehand and see, you know, how you can sort of know what's out there and be aware of what's out there. And most of the time, there's nothing like really to be afraid of. It's just if you have some awareness and some knowledge ahead of time, you can feel comfortable being out in these places.
0: So principles of enjoying the wilderness include not leaving any trace of yourself behind, packing out all of your trash and making sure you don't leave any garbage at all. Even things like Apple cores and things that you might think are innocent garbage. Actually, it's maybe not a great idea to plant an apple wherever you are camping. So it's wise to pack out anything that you bring in so that you leave no trace of yourself behind. We're talking with Christina Selby. Her book is called New Mexico Family Outdoor Adventure An All Ages Guide to Hiking, Camping, and Getting Outside in Any Weather. Do you have any parting comments about how to encourage families to take the plunge and go have an adventure?
7: Yeah, I would say if if it's not something that you have been doing before, just start small with day hiking, a day trip, go to some of our state parks, which have, you know, bathrooms and infrastructure to make it easy and comfortable. Start. And then you could try car camping for a little bit, even bring your own pillow and blanket to help you feel comfortable and take another small step and and sort of work your way up. I also recommend if you want to, like if your kids are interested or you're interested in rock climbing or fishing, that there are all kinds of outdoor guides available that are used to working with families and can give you a good introduction of how to go about doing these things in a way that's enjoyable for you all. So just get out there, try it out.
0: (laughs) Christina Selby, thank you so much for being with us on the Children's Hour. Yeah, thank you. And I
7: hope you guys find some great outdoor time and enjoy it.
9: Take a left on King Street, another one on Henry. Take a look around us for anyone we know. The day is just a dream. I wonder what it will be. The morning sun could take us anywhere we want to go side by side the streets are green and wide. up the hill and down again hand in hand we'll be feeling grand when we wander in the summer wind we'll take you to the river maybe down to red hook Eat a few tamales over by the soccer games. Basketballs are flying over by the schoolyard. I hear the breeze call your name High and low. People that we know. They say, hey there and how have you been? Good, good, good. And do you think you would like to wander in the summer wind? We could take the F train Ride on up to 9th street Walk on through the park to where steel drums play Dance around in circles with anyone that we meet All this could happen on a summer Saturday Talk, talk, talk Resting on a rock Where we're going and where we've been Back and forth South to the north When we wander in the summer wind When the walk is over We'll sit out on the front steps Laugh about our journey And sing a song or two Cotton-Eyed Joe Do you believe in magic? On a lazy afternoon Almost any song will do One, two, three CD. We'll see it all, my friend. We've got time. Put your hand in mine. We'll go wander in the summer wind. We'll go wander in the
0: listening to the Children's Hour, that was David Gibb and Brady Reimer from a CD called Songs Across the Pond. Our kids crew member Beth has a book review for us. This is Stacy and Athena right here on the Children's Hour.
5: We're going to
2: Christopher and I will be reviewing Meg Goes to America by Katie Hamill and published by Create Space Independent Publishing Platform. Meg is a girl who was born in Japan but whose parents are born in America. During the book, tension between the U.S. and Japan is growing, and Japan is no longer a safe place for Americans to live. Meg, her mother, and her brother make it to the U.S. safely but Meg's father has to stay in Japan while the others move into Meg's grandmother's house in Michigan, where Meg must overcome homesickness and trouble at school. This book is based on the author's mother's real life. I think my favorite character is Meg's little brother, Walter, because of his bravery and confidence. I give this book a three and a half chili review. This is Beth Christopher from the Chosen's Hour.
0: The book is Meg Goes to America by Katie Hamill. You're listening to the Children's Hour. Lots more coming up.
10: I love
2: to the Children's Hour
0: Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org.
2: I like all of the podcasts because they help me learn a lot. I'm Brooklyn Elder from Albuquerque.
0: Find hundreds of educational podcasts at childrenshour.org or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Look for The Children's Hour.
11: Down the street from me in the town around the bend, there's a girl I know. I walk around the block six times a day. It's one of the things I do. Very often, while I'm walking around the block, thinking about what I should do next, the girl is on the front step of her house. Her name is Pig Whistle. She isn't looking at the street or the houses or even the people passing by. She's looking up at the sky. She never looks at me. I walk by and say, Hi, Pig Whistle, and she says, hi, but she never looks at me, just keeps looking up at the sky. Well, that kind of thing is enough to drive you crazy if you are already a little bit of a nutbag. So one day, as I was walking by, I stopped. Hello, Pig Whistle, I said in a voice loud enough for her to hear. Hello, she said, but she didn't look at me. So I walked a little closer. Hello, Pig Whistle, I said. Hello, she said back. But she still didn't look at me. Finally, I got very close to her, only inches from her ear, and I said, "'Hello, Pig Whistle!' "'Hello!' she said back. But still she didn't look at me. She just kept looking up in the sky. "'Pig Whistle!' I said. "'Why don't you look at me?' "'Because I'm looking at the sky,' she said. "'I can see that,' I said. "'But why are you looking at the sky?' "'Because I'm waiting,' she said. "'For what?' I asked. "'I'm waiting for the sky to turn to strawberries,' she said. "'Strawberries?' I said. "'And peaches,' she answered. "'Strawberries and peaches both together. "'Then, my fine bag of bolts and screws,' I said, "'you are going to wait a very long time "'because the sky will never turn to strawberries and peaches.' "'Yes, it will,' she said." No, it won't, I answered. Yes, it will. No, it won't, I said, wondering how long this would go on. Yes, it will, she said. You just have to be willing to wait long enough. And so I gave up first and shook my head and headed down the street. Goodbye, I said. Goodbye, Pig Whistle said. But she was not looking at me. She was still looking up at the sky. And I was very worried about Pig Whistle and other children like her that do things that don't make any sense, waiting for things to happen that won't, no matter how long they wait. And now, I am telling you my face has gone very red from what happened, because the other day, I was walking down the street, and who should I come across but Pig Whistle, sitting on her front step, staring at the sky. Hello, Pig Whistle, I said, not even sure if she would answer me and quite sure she wouldn't look at me. Hello, she said, and she smiled. She did not look at me, but she smiled. And when I saw her smile, I got curious, because it seemed very much like an I-told-you-so smile, which is very different from a ha-ha-ha-ha-ha smile or I-have-a-quarter-in-my-pocket smile. And so I walked over and sat down on the step by her, and I whispered in her ear, How are you? I'm fine, she said. But she did not look at me, and she just kept smiling. Are you waiting for the sky to turn to strawberries and peaches, I asked? No, I am not, she said. But she did not look at me, and she just kept smiling. So, I said, finally you have given up on that happening. No, I did not give up, she answered. Then if you haven't given up, why are you not waiting for the sky to turn to strawberry and peaches, I asked. Because, she said, the sky is strawberry and peaches, silly. I don't think so, I said. The sky is never strawberry and peaches. It is now, she said. And then I looked at the sky. The sun had just set, and right where the sun had set, the sky had turned a bright red, the color of very ripe strawberries, and mixed in with the red were fluffy clouds in the shape and color of peaches. It looked like dessert at the end of the day. Oh, I said, I guess you were right. I knew I was right, she said. Some things just take a while. You're right, Pig Whistle, I said. Especially strawberry peach skies, she said. You are right again, Pig Whistle, I said. And I promised myself to wait a little longer for the things I really want.
12: Tastes like strawberry Blue tastes like blueberry Yellow tastes like I don't know An orange, just an orange What about the kiwi? all so brown and fuzzy Right until you slice it open And it's green and juicy inside like blue clear you'd like to try and fit them all into your mouth and i don't think that's gonna work what's more sounds like it's bound to hurt and you don't want to get no grape juice on your shirt The fruit that needs such peeling is really unappealing. I much prefer the raspberry that comes already. strawberry. Blue tastes like blueberry, yellow tastes like, I don't know, and orange is just an orange. Well, mix them all together, throw them in a blender, then grab a straw for everyone to save a little, just a little bit right there at the end, for me.
0: K.B. Whirly right here on the Children's Hour. Before that, Bill Harley, Strawberry Peach Sky is from a newer release of old goodies called Storytime. And over the break, you heard the Happy Wanderer done by Bill Staines. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and we're just so happy to be with you today thinking about summertime adventures. Speaking of summer adventures, some of the adventures I really love to do is to pack a picnic, take our bikes, and go somewhere totally different and have a picnic. You never know what you're going to find when you go somewhere new. I hope you have lots of adventures this summer. We've got time for just a few more. This next one is Wendy and D.B. right here on the Children's Hour.
3: Let's get out in the sunshine. We go chasing the rainbows, making up this beautiful day. Let's get out in the sunshine. Warm
1: breezes
3: make us feel fine. Nothing's gonna get in our way. Yeah. Breathe in some of the fresh air. Ooh. We go walking without, without a care. Let's get out in the sunshine. Yeah. Skip singing sing in a song. Ooh. Moving your body along. Go step outside, you get a blast. When you open your door, my senses start to stir. Can't stay in anymore. Let's get up and outside. Nature's making it up live, we're in sync in
5: every way,
3: let's get out in the sunshine, we go painting the blue skies, rainbow colors as we play, will all your senses come alive when you open your eyes?
0: with Michael right here on the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. You can find pictures and links and more related to this episode. Go to childrenshour.org. Look for Summer Adventures. I hope your summer is full of adventures. Here's a little something I recorded when I was on an adventure in the city of New York. Summer
10: And living is easy Fish are jumping cotton is high Your dad is rich Yeah, and your mommy's good looking So hush, little baby Don't you cry No, summertime And the living is easy Fish are jumping is high thank you your daddy's rich yeah and your mommy's good looking so oh, hush little baby Beach Face.
0: Hour is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit
2: corporation.
3: Our show was written by Katie Stone with help from all of us in the kids crew.
0: Find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org. Many thanks to Christina M. Selby for being with us on the show today. We had production help from Christina Stella. Find some new Children's Hour t-shirts at childrenshour.org.
2: Our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Or at patreon.com slash thechildrenshour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the Children's Hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music is written by C.K. Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by the Children's Hour Incorporated, PRX, and the Pacifica Radio Network.
9: Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.